Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm no longer going to introduce myself. By this time, you should already know who I am, but I'll just say I'm Ernie C. Um, How's your week going, guys? I'm actually doing something a little bit different today. I'm actually recording on a Saturday during the day because usually I would record on Sunday nights, but since tomorrow is July 4th, that's probably not a good idea because you'll just hear, you'll probably hear fireworks in the background. I don't know. I just didn't want to take a risk and have this podcast sound like a freaking fireworks show as well as my freaking voice. I don't know. So I'm recording on a Saturday, July 3rd, and no fireworks are going off because it's it's the middle of the day. You know, people are somewhat smart around here, I think. You don't want to see fireworks during the day, and at least I don't. There could be some dum-dums out there that do. But how's your week going, guys? We actually survived the craziest heat wave recorded in Salem's history. Again, I'm from Salem, Oregon, so we're not really familiar with any, uh, familiar with anything above 100, usually. I mean, there are some years where it breaks 100, and we just deal with it. We luckily, and at least in my apartment, I have really good AC, I found out. Um, but on Monday earlier this week, we hit an all-time record of 117. I don't know how I'm alive, to be honest. That was absolutely insane, especially during, you know, when I was actually working that day. And the high actually hit at 2 o'clock instead of 5 o'clock, which is absolutely, like, it's more insane. Because by 5 o'clock, it was down to, like, 102. And that was, like, cool for a second. I was like, wait, it's 102 and I'm not complaining? oh my gosh, like, that's weird, because 117, I was just, like, I was dreading getting out of my work car to do anything, just going from an air-conditioned car to just that, that shock of 117 degrees, not a good feeling, but I survived, and that was, I mean, I'm glad, because, boy, like I've told you guys before, 80 is like my threshold for heat, but after that whole BS that happened earlier this week with 117, it's like I haven't even complained at 90, and that is that is so weird to me because 90 is really, really high. I think it's 90 right now, at least it feels like it outside, but I'm just kind of welcoming it because, boy, I never, ever want to see a day where it's 117 again. (laughs) I I mean, that was insane. I probably said that a million times. 
Um, but going ahead, I want to apologize for last week's episode. I mean, to me, it just did not. It wasn't a good episode, and I apologize. It, there was so much stuff I missed that I'm actually going to get into this episode today. Because, I don't know, just... I listened to the play, but playback, and I was like, why am I even releasing this? This is... I mean, I would understand if people just fell off the wagon right then and there. Um, because it just... It felt like a, point, a nothing episode. Nothing was really accomplished from it. Nothing was really important that nothing really important was talked about uh i mean this this podcast isn't really of importance of anything but it it just wasn't a good episode and i want to apologize but i think you know that 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 mentality hits were i mean at least for me of course you guys know i put myself down on on nearly everything and who knows maybe some people enjoyed it and if you did thank you but I told myself as soon as there was re- as uh, as I released it, I was like, I'm gonna do better going forward because that was just that was just not a, a nothing episode. So I'm gonna try to be better, uh, be more informed, and have something worthy of talking about. And, and I think I have some stuff to talk about today that I was like, why didn't I get into that? last week that that should have been a last week episode it would have been way more interesting i hope that this episode is going to be way more interesting than the last one but you know i can only hope right but going ahead for going forward i just want to apologize last week wasn't that good i wasn't on my uh, i wasn't at my best i'll just say that uh, maybe it was just maybe it was just the heat wave was getting to my brain and like, I was kind of psyching myself out in a way. I don't know. But, going forward, I actually wanted to give, uh, at least promote the Terry episode one more time. This will be the last time I promote the Terry episode. People need to go check that out. That was the most fun I ever had doing this podcast. I mean, of course, I loved talking to Brandy and Alicia. That was It's always a blast talking to them, but... With Terry, there was just a lot more motivation to why I'm doing what I'm doing with this podcast. Um, catching up with him, finding out where he's going in his life, uh, what he's doing and going to Colorado. And if you haven't heard, he's actually moving to Colorado. And it bummed me out because I was like, I feel like I'm losing my best friend. But, you know, we could always talk on the phone or whatever. That being said... He enjoyed doing the podcast so much with me, and, you know, he promoted it for me, and I can't thank him enough for that. You know, I got, it was, it's it's the second most played episode uh, since I started this podcast, and I can't thank him enough. He's probably got quite a few friends that listen, and I can't thank his friends enough for listening, can't thank him enough for joining. Um but we have talked since, and yeah, he is moving to Colorado to pursue his dream job. He's he's told me all about what it's going to be like to live in Colorado just from the short time that he was there, and I, I'm super proud of him. Like he's he's chasing his dreams, and you know, Godspeed, sir. But we've been talking, and I. Th- think we're going to be in talks of doing a separate podcast. I don't know if it's going to be a once a week thing or a once a month or once every couple weeks thing, but 
he had a lot of fun doing the podcast. I had a lot of fun having him on the podcast. And I even got notes from Angel about it. He said, Terry brought out uh, brought out a good version of me on this show. And that made me feel good. That, you know, I made, obviously this podcast is just, just me talking to myself. And that's weird to me. But when I have somebody to have a conversation with, it obviously is intriguing to... A broader audience. So, I, again, thank you, Terry, for joining the show. Go listen to episode 15 if you haven't heard it. And I hope very soon we can actually start something new. Of course, I'm going to try to keep going. I'm, no, I'm not going to try. I'm going to keep going with this podcast. I love doing this. It's very therapeutic for me. It lets me get a lot of shit off my chest. Um, it lets me talk about nonsense and the fact that I have people listening just fuels it even more and it, it's a it's a blessing in my life that I needed um but yeah so Terry and I are going to continue to talk hopefully we can get something going within the next few months I don't know what if we do a podcast what it'll be about I'm guessing it'll just be about it'll be episode 15 uh on replay except you know of course the topics being different and we can just talk and laugh and shoot the shit but I've been thinking of ideas I've been touching base with them here and there we'll see what happens alright so what I wanted to talk about last week and I can't believe I missed this because it was like as soon as I released this or released last week's episode I remembered, oh yeah, what, like, why didn't I talk about the Halloween Kills trailer? Because you guys know, if you've been listening to the show, I'm a huge Halloween fan. Not the holiday, the movie. Michael Myers, I've said it before, he's my spirit animal. If a, like, any serial killer I could choose, it's him. Not Jason, not Freddy, not Leatherface, uh, not... Pennywise, not Jigsaw, it's Michael Myers. He's a silent killer. He's like my blood pressure. You know, I have high blood pressure, and that is known as the silent killer. And that's why, you know, full circle, he is my spirit animal. He, there's a Michael Myers within me. That's just my blood pressure, though. Um, but yeah, the Halloween Kills trailer came out last week. And I was so fucking excited. I mean, it looks insane. However, I there's been mixed mixed uh, feelings because the trailer does show a lot of the kills. I don't know if it... It better not have shown all of them. I don't think it did. But the kills that it did show just in the trailer, I was like, oh my god. Like, this movie looks looks absolutely insane. And Michael is one guy you just do not want to fuck with. That blank stare of his mask is just so unsettling. And it, to me, it's beautiful. I just love that mask. I have my own Michael Myers mask. But for people that aren't fans of Halloween or have never seen it, I encourage you just to go watch the 1978 one and then go watch the 2018 one. You don't have to watch any of the other sequels 
after that, or after the first one. I mean, there are people my age and even older that complain, like, why would they, like, void the other sequels? Because that's the whole point. They're really just jumping 40 years and saying the other sequels are just hypotheticals. Like, those, quote-unquote, never really happened. Those were just ideas of what could have happened. This is more of an organic, like, this is what's going down, and this is, like, what's going to happen 40 years later, after the first one. Which has even, it has the original Michael on one scene on the new one. And it's, yeah, he only, he didn't do the whole, there was two Michael Myers on the new one. And it, yeah, he only did one scene. The rest of it was this other guy that played the part very, very well. Uh, of course, it's not a speaking role. He's quiet. He just has to walk with a knife and shank people. But I'll break down 1978 for you. Just, just to kill some time, I guess. So the story starts. This six-year-old little kid... You don't know he's six at the time. He's just like, it's the camera view. It's a POV view, if you will. And it's just following around this house. And then, he, you know, he grabs a knife. And you think it's just a, a, a another killer. And it's just, he walks up the stairs and goes and shanks his sister. And... Or shakes this girl, which you later find out is his, is his sister. And comes down and his parents get home and notice that he has a knife in his hand. A bloody knife. And uh, yeah, then they take the mask off and they reveal it's a six-year-old kid. Higher movie for you guys, by the way. I'm just giving you like a short synopsis. Or maybe a lengthy synopsis. I don't know. Um, but yeah, then enter Jamie Lee Curtis and her friends. And they notice that there's this eerie dude creeping around the neighborhood, which is Michael. He's just kind of watching them from afar and, you know, driving by them, even, like, looking at Jamie Lee Curtis while she's in, in class. And, you know, he's not, he doesn't seem threatening. He's, he's just, his stance is just a little eerie, I will say. He's even watching her while she's in her bedroom in the broad daylight. She sees him in, like, a laundry area, like, where the clotheslines are. He's just hanging out, and then he disappears. Oh, that Michael. But, anyway, long story short, he ends up killing her friends and tries to kill her in the end. At the very end, the doctor, Dr. Loomis, ends up shooting him. But, you know, he sees him down, he's, he shoots him off the second store house. And then, when he goes to look over, Michael disappeared. And then you can fast forward to 2018 from there. The Halloween 2018 movie. He's been in the psych ward again for 40 years since that night. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, you probably, you probably heard it on the Alicia Brandy episode. I was so stoked to go see this movie. And I was going to take my ex-wife, but I think, you know, we couldn't find a babysitter for our kid and whatever. And so enter Alicia. She goes with me. The problem with taking Alicia to a movie is she's a riffer. I mean, she loves, <laughs> she likes to make the movies fun. And I love that. 
Like, I love to make the movies fun. So she's a riffer. She talks throughout the movie. And I wasn't mad at all. I thought it was a black of a story, even with her talking and making fun of it. <laughs> but anyway, enter 2018 Halloween. And these investigative podcasters are trying to get interview Michael trying to see why he did what he did and he doesn't talk still to this day then the new doctor is in, in, like saying that he can talk he just chooses not to so then you know then you reintroduce Jamie Lee Curtis and they're trying to interview her like why is she still holding on to this 40 years later this dude tried to kill her and they think they would be best if they like met up before he got moved to like a maximum maximum security mental institute I don't know he was being moved and I'll make this short well she says no F that you know, I'm agoraphobe. I don't even like going outside. The only reason I go outside is to practice shooting my guns in the event Michael Myers escapes and wants to come back after her. And sure enough, she actually goes and sees him off before he, he before he's getting moved to that mental, the new mental institute. And of course, she she leaves and he escapes. And then he goes on another pretty lengthy killing spree. Killing cops, killing teenage kids, trying to kill Jamie Lee Curtis and her daughter and her granddaughter. There's one part where that made me a little uncomfortable. There was, it was a really good shot. I thought he was going to kill a baby, but no, he just looked at the baby and walked off. Smart move. Smart move. But... No, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to give the ending to this away. I'll just say, go watch it, and hopefully you'll be as excited as I am for Halloween Kills when that comes out in October. Right, because I watched the Halloween Kills trailer. Holy crap, if that doesn't motivate you to go watch Halloween, I don't know what will. You just got to be a scary movie junkie, I guess, like me. Um, but another thing that I wanted to talk about last week... Um, if you haven't already gotten the gist of it, I'm a huge, huge metalhead. A good chunk of my tattoos are pretty much music-themed. I have a chariot tattoo, I have an Amir tattoo, I have a Make Them Suffer tattoo. And that's who I wanted to talk about, was Make Them Suffer. I've been a fan for, of this band for the last ten years. I'll never forget when I first heard them because I'm not like I wasn't huge on death core or death metal melodic death metal but something about this Australian band really caught my attention like I don't know it was just the way the vocals were the way Sean does his vocals the guitars the piano the girl singing on Neverbloom which was Louisa back then she's since been replaced but I've been a huge fan of this band for the last 10 years, and they just released a song called Contraband. Holy crap, it's like their whole discography for the last 10 years. 
all in one track. And I was so stoked when this came out because not only that, they featured another amazing singer that you guys need to take note of this band, Spirit Box. Courtney, she is a brutal singer. She's such a good singer. And not only like metal for metal, like she has a good like she has an angelic voice, like singing too. It's like how I always question how people can go back and forth from cleans to just the heavy uh, like the growls like I have a hard time growling in my car anymore at my age I'm 35 and I've been doing this for the last I don't know half my life 16 17 18 years just in my car and I mean I would scream at shows but it's like I always envied anybody that can just go back and forth between screaming and singing and Courtney, she just does amazing at it. Again, check out Spirit Box. But I wanted to get back to Contraband uh, because holy crap, Sean's vocals are incredible on that song. His screams are very reminiscent of the old days, a very high, high, like the really high pitch highs and like the really deep like death metal growls and it is so good who's been Louise's replacement for like the last five years she is such a beautiful singer too and piano player like when you hear her on the keyboard and then you hear her voice she's just amazing she's such a good singer of course death metal is not for everybody so I really don't um, imagine much people I won't. I, I can't even talk. I don't imagine many people will go check it out. But if you like metal, go check out Make Them Suffer's new track. Go check out Make Them Suffer. They just kill. They are amazing. Um, I've met them, or at least I've had a picture with Sean. I've got to scream on the microphone with, with Sean. And those were memories I'll never forget. There's a video on my Instagram somewhere of me singing with Sean. Thank, thank God Alicia was recording because that was a very precious moment in my life that I got to like sing with one of my favorite singers. <coughs> um, sorry for the coughing. I notice I do that a lot on this show. I'm, I'm really trying to tone it down. It's like, do people really want to hear you choke on your freaking phlegm, dude? Like, clear your throat before the show, drink some water, all that good, good shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check out Make Them Suffer's new song. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or Anchor. I'd love to hear what you guys think. If you are a metalhead. If you aren't, you can give me your insight too. If you hate on it, I'll play it. I do not care. <laughs> um, let's see here. Another thing I want to really touch base on. I'm, this is probably going to be another short episode. Probably because, I mean, I'm finding out that it is really hard to go for 45 minutes to an hour. But I wanted to talk about something that I, I don't really care to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it. It's, it's um, I mean, aside from all the political bullshit, like Joe Biden is an idiot to this day. Um, but there's another thing that I really wasn't understanding. Two things I wasn't really understanding. Uh, 
first one was Britney Spears. Like, this girl was the girl of my dreams from middle school to high school, maybe into the early years of college. I didn't care for her music, but when that Hit Me Baby One More Time song, I don't even know, if that's, is that what it's called? Hit Me Baby One More Time, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, when that song came out and she was dressed the way she was dressed, I was just like, oh my god. Like, I want her to bear my children, I want her to be my wife, I want her forever. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was my version of the young girls, Backstreet Boys back then. Um, but yeah, she's been in the news a lot lately, and it's because of this thing called a conservatorship. I had no idea what that was, and I was just like, whatever, it's Britney Spears, I don't care. Like, it's a pop star, not my cup of tea. I mean, she's not even looking that great nowadays, but whatever, like, I'm, I'm just hoping for the best for her, I will say that, because I remember she had that mental breakdown, what, 15 years ago, and boy, oof, she does not look good with bald head. Um, that's not me making fun of her, by the way, but I will just say, she does not look good bald, like, bald guys, like Mr. Clean. Um, but yeah, I had to ask my dad, I was like, what the hell is this about? I was like, I don't care, he's a news junkie, he, like, knows what's going on all over the world, the who's, the what's, the why's, the how's, the wins. Uh... But he broke it down for me. He's like, it's basically her parents still have control over her. And to, like, she can't have any more children. She can't get married. They pretty much, they pretty much control her body. Like, it's like, this, this woman is in her late 30s. And, like, is she Muslim? Like, what the hell's going on? How is this even legal? But, so, I mean, I'm on the bandwagon. Free Britney Spears. I mean, I don't, I could care less otherwise. It doesn't affect me. But I feel, I, I empathize with the girl. Like, I could see why she would lose her freaking mind. I would lose my damn mind. I would probably would have killed myself if I had that kind of control over me. Or it's like, I can't even get a tattoo. And you're gonna, like, I, I don't know what the ramifications would be if she were to go and do these things, like if she were to bear children, or like I know she has kids, and I think she has kids, uh, or like you can't get married, mm, this is America, I can do whatever the hell I want, as soon as I'm 18, I'm out, like, I could see why she had her mental breakdown, and I can really empathize with that, I think, again, I'm gonna refer to South Park here, you need, uh, like, they really broke it down, and, you gotta go check out the Britney Spears episode of South Park. I don't know what it's called. I just know it's on season 12. Me being a South Park junkie. Because, boy, they really hit the nail on the head with her. And, but I, but I can sympathize with the girl. I can, with, I can empathize with her. I can sympathize, whatever. That That's a really shitty thing, and I really hope she gets freed of that shit. Because that's that's just insane. Be in your late 30s and have your parents still saying what you can and can't do. No. 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 <laughs> oh, that's just insane. 
Uh, another thing I wanted to go into, this is the second thing I didn't understand, but Bill Cosby being released from prison. I don't know the full Bill Cosby story, I just know that he was a predator. In the times where we thought he was the cleanest, the squeaky clean dude that he was, like that he was portraying. That, I mean, I know that he drugged women, he sexually assaulted these women, and that is insane that he only served three years and he got released from prison this week. I'm not going to judge the guy. I mean, that's pretty fucked up what he did. But I was kind of getting, I had to ask my dad, like, why is he being released? And according to my dad, is that he did plead guilty, but this was a civil lawsuit. This was not a criminal, it wasn't like a criminal trial. But for some reason, like, the DA's changed. And basically the judge reopened the case and said, oh, yeah, this wasn't supposed to happen. He wasn't supposed to go go to prison. He was just being, this was just a civil case. I don't know. I'm not going to read into it. But if you're going to bitch about white privilege these days, like, I will point to that, right, that story right there. It's like, I don't believe in white privilege, and Bill Cosby's the reason why. The guy that, you know portrayed as the most innocent dude alive that was all about pudding and what what kids kids saying the darnest things and shit it's like that guy can sexually assault like 30 women and you know admit guilt serve a couple years in prison and then be released no that's just that no so white privilege does not exist because of that story right there. <laughs> and you'll probably come at me with all these well, all these other stories about police brutality and shit. And then that's where my ignorant mind comes to comes to play. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Um But yeah. So a lot of insane things are happening in this world. You know, Bill Cosby being released and Britney Spears still being in a prison. Uh Insane times, my friends. Insane times. Oh, boy. Wow. I cannot believe I have been going for a half hour, and this actually went by a lot more smoother than I had anticipated because I was, again, getting in my own head about recording. It's like, should I do this early? Should I do this, like, on Sunday night like normal? No. You know, it was a good idea to do this early. So I don't have to deal with 4th of July fireworks and all that shit. <laughs> but, you know, usually I have Angel's Corner to do, and I'm going to do it. But he only gave me one question this week. Weird, right, guys? Oh, Angel, I hope you're not slacking. Maybe it's, I didn't tell you I was doing this early. But there's always next week, right? And the only question he had, and I actually had it memorized, because it was just one question. And it was, what was the worst job I've ever had, and why did I not like it? I can tell you straight up that my worst job was when I was a teenager and senior in high school. I was a dishwasher at Denny's, at our local Denny's here in Salem. Over by the, you know, the new Market Street 
uh, subdi uh, subdivision under I-5. I was a dishwasher there. And that was the shittiest job. But of course, you know, I was a young kid. I, I liked money. I liked... Uh, I was, I was figuring out. My dad had tried to really force the whole, if you want something, you got to work for it. And that means, like, busting your ass, not bitching, just go to work, clock in, do what you need to do, and get the hell out of there once you clock out. So, that is a gnarly job. Dishwashing is very, very gross. And I've actually done some gross shit since. I mean, I worked in pathology, and... Yeah, that, that is a disgusting job. But, I mean, for being a, what, 16, 17, 18-year-old kid, dishwashing at the time is very disgusting. You have all this, all, you have to clean out all these, like, soggy pancakes, runny egg, just touch the gnarliest of shit at that age. It was disgusting. Had to clean bathrooms, had to, you know, bust tables... And, of course, the shittiest thing at the time was being spotted by people you knew from high school, uh, from childhood, from, like, a family. A family. I would always run into my family there because they're avid coffee drinkers and they, they like to, you know, shoot the shit at Denny's and drink coffee. So I had to put up with them that being there, too. Of course... I liked the people I worked with. That's usually the case, though. Is like that's what makes me stick around in a job. Is if I hated every single person I worked with, I would have quit. Uh, I mean, I would just quit. I I've almost quit two jobs, like flat out just threw my shit at them and said, and that be, that was one of them. I remember actually walking up to the manager at the time. She was probably the assistant manager, I was right behind her, ready to tap on her shoulder and say, I am fucking done. I do not want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm out. But, of course, my guilty conscience gets to me, and at the time, I was thinking, if I do this, my dad will murder me, because I'm living under his roof. And I'm glad I stuck it out. I was like, okay, just... Just keep busting your ass, man. Just keep going. Um, but yeah, that was the grossest job. Or that was the shittiest job I had because it's just disgusting. You know, dealing with shitty food and soggy food, cleaning dishes. For just, at the time, was, what, seven bucks an hour? Ugh. I still don't get paid enough for what I do nowadays, but I'm not complaining. At least I'm blessed with a job. I have a roof over my head. I'm able to maintain somehow. I do not know how. So I cannot complain about what I'm doing nowadays. I could be doing that to this day. I could be a career dishwasher. And I knew a couple back then. There were a couple career dishwashers back then. I felt bad because they had nothing else. But that is it for Angel's Corner. Thank you, Angel, for the one question. I hope you have more more questions for next week. Um, but yeah, get at me, guys. I don't... I'm, I'm going to keep doing this podcast. It's, it might be nothing episodes, but it's not going to be like last week's episode. 
that that was just a meh episode. It made me cringe releasing it. But I will do better. I hope this one was a little bit more entertaining for you. I'm sorry it got a little lengthy with the Halloween Kills trailer. That was just an exciting moment from the last like couple weeks. I was so stoked to see that trailer. Because that was supposed to come out last year. I forgot to add, that was supposed to come out last year. And because of COVID, ugh, that really pissed off Halloween fans like myself. So... Um, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great week. hope we never have to see 117 degree weather again. And I'm going to try to keep this ball rolling with Terry and try to get something going with him because I love doing podcasts. I love um, shooting the shit with my friends. I love just talking about randomness doesn't have to be topical, although with Britney Spears and Bill Cosby, that was a little topical for, you know, this podcast. But treat your kids right. That's my message going, leaving this episode is treat your kids right and don't be a piece of shit. Uh, sexual predator. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, what else? Oh, man. Oh. Before I get out of here, actually, I want to promote Brandy's podcast. I actually got to guest last week. That's something I forgot to put in my notes. Um, I guested on her podcast last week. It's loud inside my head. Go check it out. It was a fun conversation with her. We talked about stand-up comedy. We talked about our desires. Like, well, like, like at least my desires. I don't remember because I do want to pursue stand-up comedy. We talked about music. We talked about just all. Basically, it was basically another episode of Still Waiting Podcast with, but with Brandy. And I love Brandy to death. Go check it out. It's loud inside my head. I think it's called A Conversation with Ernie. You know, just go check out her podcast in general. She's such a good. She's good, and that the the show's good. It, it's very very. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. No, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. But it is a great, great podcast. I'm sorry for that little outburst there. <laughs> oh, boy, Ernie. You are just... You're on a roll. So, I'm going to get a little lengthy here. I'm not going to end the show on that note. But go check out It's Loud Inside My Head. Great, great, great show. Um, wow, I cannot believe I forgot to put this in my notes. But I actually wanted to talk about... <laughs> I can't believe that I was going to end on, on that. I wanted to talk about Bo Burnham. Like, I finally got some positive feedback. I've been recommending go check out his new special Inside to friends. And Alicia finally got back to me and she finally said, like, that was amazing. It's a It's a depressing but the music is so good that and it's so genius the kid if you don't know who Bo Burnham is like he's a stand-up comedian but he's very theatrical and very musical and I, that's the best way I can describe him the guy is super creative with his stuff like I don't understand the guy is blessed with a genius mind a genius like 
genius for music. I don't know. He is just insanely good. It is an hour and a half, though. If you want to go check that out. Uh, it is a little depressing, so if you don't like the depressing thing, like maybe just go listen to the album. It's just called Bo Burnham's Inside. It's about the, him being isolated for the last year because most people that were taking COVID seriously were taking the isolation seriously. So he was taking that very seriously and he was stuck inside his home. But the thing is, he was being extremely creative with his time. And it made the most genius special for, um, I mean, it's not even like the music is funny, but the stuff in between is like, oh man, like this is, this is putting a damper in my mental, like psyche. Um, but I encourage you all to go check out Bo Burnham. If you don't want to check that out, go check out my favorite special of his, aside from this one. Because this is uh, his other specials are in front of a crowd. This special was just inside his home with no one around, just him. But my favorite one of his is "Make Happy." That is such a good special. He does a killer song at the very end of that special. It's very Kanye West uh, inspired. It's just him describing certain parts in his life that he needs to like improve on like i don't know it's it's such a funny song at one point but then you can tell in the middle it gets a little serious and you can kind of tell like there's a mental decline there for the guy and he you know he's kind of like he's overwhelmed with life and it's called like if you don't want to watch the special i think the song is called handle this right now it's such a good song. Just go to YouTube and that song will pop up. It's so good. It gives me chills anytime I hear it because like yeah, the first few like verses or whatever is really really funny. But then like once it gets to that middle part, you kind of feel like a little bit of, there's heart to it. You know like like he's really feeling this right now. Like he's feeling like life is kind of collapsing on him. And so I can kind of empathize with him there. And then I, like to go from that to inside, it's like, oh, yeah, life definitely was like collapsing on the kid. And like if you guys don't want to check out that special either, there's one song I can recommend of his from the new special inside is Welcome to the Internet. Because, boy, that song, again, it has a good twist to it. It seems it's very happy. It's it's, it seems it's like a jolly song, but once you get towards like the middle of it, you can sense the darkness behind it. You're like, oh my god, that's really what the internet was created to do. It was kind of like fuck with our brains, and because it goes from like the craziest stuff is like, I'll I'll tell a couple lines like, here's a healthy breakfast option. You should kill your mom. Here's, here's why women never fuck you. Here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants, so vaccinate your kids. <laughs> it's like, oh man, okay. And then like the middle bridge part, so good. Because it's kind of describing like what, it, what the internet was like in the 90s. Like it was just so simple. Like uh, it was just about catalogs and travel blogs and maybe chat rooms and then 
after 9-11 and that's when like the internet started taking a turn and was like that's where their intentions were kind of like coming out like okay now we're gonna pretty much make the world want everything from the internet like I don't know here's the news here's celebrities feet here's I don't know <laughs> it's, it's so good go check out that song if you don't want to check out Inside but on that note, I'm going to end it there. Uh, I was going to break down the song a little bit more. I was actually going to read the entire thing. But I won't. I'll spare you guys that. Because I will just implore you all to go check out Bo Burnham's stuff in general. The kid is extremely genius at everything he does. Makes really funny and smart songs. I, I can't describe it. It's so good. He has... He has country songs, he has 80s style songs, he's got piano songs of good ballads that are really heartfelt. Just, yeah, go check him out. I'm going to end on that, and I'm actually going to end the show now because, wow, I cannot believe I just talked for like 45 minutes. Um, again, I will do better going forward. Sorry again for last week's episode. It is what it is, though. It's out there. I'm not taking it down, you know, because i got to learn from it. got to keep it up and learn from it. And on that note, I will let you guys go. Have a good week. Hopefully we have no more heat wave. And stay alive out there. All right, guys. Have a, have a happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Blow up some, sh blow up some shit. And, yeah, have fun. Take care, guys. God bless.